0: Welcome to Small Business Marketing,
1: Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click FindNewRevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Thank you for joining us today. My name again is Howard Walpuff, and this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. And we really are on a very interesting journey into the arts today. And a uh, a businesswoman who has found ways to grow her business and also try to help others create their businesses in the arts. Her name is Alexandra DiGisaro. She's connecting from uh, Florida on this end and Milan, Italy on her end. And she is really a, a wonderful entrepreneur who is helping others grow their businesses in the arts. And Alexandra, welcome to the conversation.
0: Hi Howard, thank you for having me here.
1: Uh, It's my pleasure. So you had a very interesting path to become a photographer and that's really where you started in finding your passion in the arts. So why don't you briefly kind of share with us how you got there and what what, uh, was the switch to start a business?
0: So I originally come from Poland and back in Poland, I graduated law. But right after graduation, I moved to Italy to join my then fiancé, now my husband. And I discovered that the job market in Italy was completely different than the one in Poland. And I was really struggling to find a job for months. Every single day, I was spending hours on LinkedIn and other websites and submitting job applications that remained unanswered. And I was getting more and more frustrated and depressed. And... um, Because, you know, I have three degrees, I speak five languages, and not being able to get a job was really, really frustrating for me. And especially when I didn't even get an interview for a position of a secretary. So I was really feeling, feeling bad. And after around eight months, I have decided that that's enough. There's something just not working. I'm putting so much effort into getting a job that I will most probably hate and I'm not getting any results so how about starting something that I actually like doing and seeing how it goes because it couldn't go any worse than it already was and that's how I decided to uh, start as a, as a fashion photographer
1: so what did you do to let people know that you were now open for business and start to get clients?
0: It definitely was was difficult because I was in a foreign country where I didn't know anybody from the industry. I was in a small city where there was no fashion, no photographers, no studios that I could even like ask for internship or something like this. Um additionally, I was barely speaking Italian at the time, not good enough for professional uh, connections. So it was all uh, all very difficult. Uh, my only idea at the time was okay let's try instagram i've heard so many success stories from instagram let's try it out because i it was the only really only idea i had and so i bought a course of instagram i started studying researching posting and around a month later I got uh, this message on Instagram saying, hi, I'm a fashion blogger from India, and next week I'm coming for the Milan Fashion Week. Would you like to join me and take pictures of me and the fashion shows backstage of the fashion shows take pictures and in in general help me take pictures for my blog? And I was like, yes, definitely, that's my dream.
1: (laughs) That that is incredible. And and you, you were there with, because Milan has one of the more famous, Fashion uh, markets and fashion shows and you're there with uh, really seeing everything up close and personal
0: Yeah, like my imagine that my very first show very first backstage I entered was Moschino So I I saw the most famous models like Gigi Hadid, Kaya Gerber I saw Jeremy Scott all in person like standing one meter from me and I was like, whoa, that's insane. (laughs)
1: That is absolutely incredible and really uh, it's and it, not only just an amazing experience, but really what a fortunate that someone gave you that opportunity and break really randomly.
0: Yeah, it, I think I was just lucky that she was searching on Instagram and also it was a last moment thing. Actually, I was super lucky because her photographer from India that was supposed to come with her didn't get a visa. Uh.
1: Yeah, it's, sometimes someone, someone's loss is someone else's gain. So th- this really gave you, uh, obviously, a great opportunity. I'm sure some really great photographs for your portfolio. And how did you build on the next step from an experience like that?
0: When I came back from Milan Fashion Week, obviously, I felt that you know all my problems will be solved that it was such a huge event that i will immediately get tons of clients and everything would be perfect Uh, it wasn't it was again difficult of course it was uh, an important thing i got new amazing pictures to um, to post i could tag famous brands so it was giving me more credibility but i had to again keep working on, on building uh, my position but it helped me as some girls who saw some other influencers from Italy who saw uh, my pictures from Milan Fashion Week contacted me and with one of them I'm for example working I've been working for the last two years practically every month so we are working on a um, continuous basis and and that's because of this start uh, there so um, and and I was searching new ways of getting clients I moved to Milan because I was getting practically all of the jobs I was getting were in Milan and I was living three hours away from Milan so going for the photo shoot and coming back and spending all day in a bus was was tiring so uh, in the end we just moved here and uh, I also discovered some local websites where I could um, uh, uh, promote my, my services. Also, I made some connections and uh, started working for other photographers just to learn about the industry. And this way, slowly, slowly, uh, it all started growing.
1: Really, that's incredible. And all from, I guess, unfortunately, someone not getting their visa to <laughs> but you being uh, aware enough of how to uh, take advantage of the situation. You will work on Instagram, Started that off your work afterwards and linking to the right people. And obviously you made some nice connections while you were there as well. So that really continues to, to really allow you to be a a photographer in Milan doing fashion, which is, which I think there's many people in this world that would absolutely envy. Well, I've,
0: I've learned that the most important thing I think that I do is that I always keep searching, trying everything that comes my way. Those There are amazing possibilities online that I could never imagine that they existed. And uh, and that you can be paid for it. So I, I try many things. My mom lately told me, but you are always searching. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how it's done. And uh, so you know, even if some opportunities I try and I decide, okay, that's not for me, but others work and lead to other opportunities. And it's all I think it's just this thing of being active and always searching and not just waiting for the opportunity. Just doing something that may seem silly for me, trying Instagram seemed totally silly, but it was the only idea that I had. <laughs>
1: And sometimes those end up being the best ideas, which is fantastic. But you have really haven't stopped there. You haven't just looked internally for yourself. You've now kind of wanted to look out for others as well who are going through their own struggles to try to get started. So you've kind of pivoted your business to be a little bit broader and be an educator for people to try to coach them through getting their businesses started. So what was the spark that that made that decision for you?
0: Well, I think it was a process, but it was seeing so many of my friends who are amazing and talented people that never even give it a chance. They never even try to do what they love because they consider it's not safe, it's risky, it will not work, so I just won't do it. I have a friend who should be a cook. She loves cooking. She's amazing at it. And she's starting to be a judge. Thank the difference is completely, but she's like, no, I just want to be safe. I will cook in my free time, but I just want to have the security, and uh, so that's what I do, even if it's something that I don't like. And um, I additionally read somewhere that something like 75% of people hate their jobs. Some sources even say up to 80 or 85% of people, and it was so mind blowing for me, and I was like, whoa, like this is huge, and um, I really believe that if more people would do what they love, the world would be a happier and a better place. And I know that many of those people who do the jobs that they hate would are very creative and they would love to um, share and make a living from their art. They just have no idea how to do it. So uh, that was how... Um, i I started this um, second uh, part of my of my business and uh, had this, I'm sharing what I've learned from my experience and I'm trying to help others to do the same
1: and I think that a lot of it too is that there's there's a lot of fear there's the fear of failure there's a the fear of, um, of being an imposter in a, in an industry that you don't feel you have you have a passion for but don't have a feel that you you belong in and also um, it's also the fear of of, of I guess, failing without a safety net. It's it's very hard to jump into businesses without having the, the dollars to cover yourself while you're trying to get it all figured out.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't suggest to anybody doing like I did. I had to start earning right away because I couldn't find a job. But when I'm working with artists, I don't tell them, you know, just quit your job and everything will be fine. I I help them to start building on the side in the evenings, on weekends, and that when they arrive to a certain amount of security of knowing, okay, maybe their income will decrease, but they will if they quit their day job. But they also know more or less how much monthly they can earn from their art, and then having the time, more time for it, they will be able to work on it more and more. And that's how how you start without taking so much risk than just quitting the job and deciding, all right, I start now.
1: So what have you? What what did you do to start to market this business that that uh, in, in trying to? Uh, really get clients to to uh, be open about what their, their wants and needs were in the art world and how you can help them.
0: So I got the idea when I was taking actually a business course and there was this um, amazing group of other business owners and just many, many amazing women in that group. And I started with asking, hi, who would like to connect with me? Who it's my profile let's say would like to share with me their experiences so I made some research of my ideal customer so that I know what they might need and what they would like to learn and even the expressions that they need because I know that this is something that is um, important to enter in the into the conversation with, with them so I started by that. I uh, started posting regularly on my blog. I created my free audio training, and uh, I started promoting it mostly through uh, podcasts. That I because I want to share my message and uh, and give before I get anything. And I also found that the very useful way of promoting this kind of stuff was, is uh, Pinterest. That I'm not really putting so much um, job into Pinterest, and anyway, and getting clicks and uh, entries to my website. So these are the things that work for me best.
1: And uh, when did you start to see this effectiveness starting? So you 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 had the you you launched the idea. You really create a really strong website. Um, but uh, again, what was the kind of timeline between this was day one and this is when you really started to see some success?
0: Well, it's difficult to say because, of course, I knew that from the day one I wasn't ready, so it took me some time, as you say, building a website. And actually the biggest movement I started seeing from around five or six weeks, actually when I um Learned to uh, create better headlines for my blog posts, and uh, suddenly, from getting two or three clicks on uh, on Pinterest, I went to getting 130. Just that because I've learned to tweak a little bit the headlines and make them more interesting uh, for the audience.
1: And, and that really is key. And again, a, a, another asset of, of what you have. It's, it's there are ways to uh, to really test those out. I have some a, a website link that I throw them into and it gives a score of uh, of, of what titles and, and, and people would respond to. And that's it's a powerful thing, the the and the difference between people responding and not responding. So, how has everything you're doing with the photography and with helping these businesses been affected by the COVID-19 and the different levels of, of shutdown? So I know Italy had a very major uh, period of being shut down
0: Uh, yes i've stayed home for like three months uh because first even before there was the official lockdown i've been in quarantine because i met a friend who turned out to be positive Uh, well Actually well obviously the biggest um issue for me was that I couldn't take pictures right because I take pictures one on one mostly outside so it was actually, um completely impossible but to be honest uh, it gave me time to build my uh this other part of my business the one of coaching um so I was actually quite happy about it um the thing that I wasn't really so influenced by covid you may say is that i've already learned before how difficult uh, how important it is to have various sources of income and especially online and to be independent from uh, uh, things that you can't uh, expect Uh, because a year ago uh, it happened to me that a member of my family was got very ill and needed an urgent surgery and had to spend a month in hospital and because of the way of how my business was already operating that i already had many many things I was doing and most of them online I just postponed a few photo shoots the next day I jumped on the plane and I spent them a month in the hospital working from my laptop and I didn't lose any money from it and all the biggest fear all this time when I was there for me was like oh my god and what would happen if I would have a nine-to-five job and my boss wouldn't let me to be here when this person needs me so much so uh, even if I as I said I was already kind of Prepared for it. I don't know if it was my intuition or or what that I just have all these things. I'm doing but it made me It made it clear for me even more that I have to work even harder on this part of having many many things that I do Many assets so that if something doesn't work out, I'm still uh, I'm still going I'm still running and I'm still fine
1: It's unfortunate that Lessons like that sometimes are learned from tragic uh, situations, but it's it's really great that it worked out on a business sense that uh, that you're able to still keep moving forward and growing. And yes, being an entrepreneur does allow for schedules to be adaptable in, in situations like that. A nine to five job uh, for four weeks is uh, there's a chance, there's a good chance that the job isn't there when you come back. Um, although, uh, it's easier at the moment with a lot of these jobs being remote because of COVID-19 that it can play out well, but even with virtual school and, uh, and having to be home and dealing with kids and, and, and school, it, it takes away from the, the working. So it, it's, it's a good lesson to just figure out how to be prepared in case something does happen.
0: Yeah, definitely, and I think what is also good about COVID actually is that many people uh, learned how to use computer, uh, how to use email. Because as surprising as may seem, like there, I've I've met so many people who don't believe, you know, they only want to see me in person, and it was very frustrating for me. They have to spend all this time going and meeting when we could just make a short. Call or write an email, and it will be solved. And so, there are appearing all those amazing opportunities, like you know, virtual summits, um, conferences, uh, things that weren't available before. That now people uh, also uh, discovered that there is some more technology, and that you can use this on a daily basis. So, actually, I think this is a good um, a result of COVID.
1: There are there are definitely positives from the the situations we're in. We're, we're talking on Zoom, uh, cross continental, and, uh, and a lot of us have been able to grow businesses because there's no limitation of who you can meet and speak with. And more importantly, the person on the other end is comfortable being on Zoom. It's not like you're, yeah. trying, to get someone, you're trying to force it in where a lot of times people just didn't want to meet on a video. Now it's yeah. going to be part of our, our lives moving forward. So there is some silver linings to a really horrible cloud that's come over the, the world. <laughs> Yeah. So there are many reasons why people would want to get in contact with you. What is the best way for people to do that?
0: Uh, the best way is definitely to reach through my website that you mentioned, uh, because there, there, is, uh, there are my social links. There's my contact form. There's also my live chat, and I love getting uh, messages and answering. So my website is uh, creativeartist.online. And uh, uh, there you can find all the information about me, uh, my free audio training, there is my blog uh, where I post weekly uh, about giving tips to artists of uh, how they can uh, get better and create and make money from their art. And yeah, of course, I'm also on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm Alexandra Gallert with Alexandra of KS, but uh, you can just enter also that from, from my website, which is, again, creativeartist.online.
1: Well, Alexandra, thank you so much for sharing everything with us. You really have a, a very interesting and, and positive story and a very happy story that you found your happiness in, in, in what you're doing and be able to share that with everyone. So, uh, I, again, I, I really thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you. It was a pleasure and I hope uh, people will find something helpful in it.
1: Well, I definitely believe there's a lot for them to find in this. So thank you. And thank you everyone for joining us today. There really is, this is an amazing woman who's really helping people and has a great story uh, to boot. Um, Definitely check out her website and uh, there's there's many things you can learn from her, but uh, go out, have a great day and we will see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.